This is a Lip Media Podcast. Hello, welcome back to another episode of All Bases Covered, the podcast helping you navigate the beauty industry and cut through the bullshit. Hello. Hello. <laughs> what doing? Uh, oh my God, oh, I can feel my it. My nose whistle. I can hear it too. I'm sorry, everybody, for my nose whistle. I tell you what it is. Adrian decided to cook us Nando's like marinated chicken, like Nando sauce marinated chicken for dinner. And he smoked out the whole house with hot peri peri basting. And so the whole house is filled with, you know, when you cook chili mm-hmm. and then the fumes get you and then you're choking to literally breathe. That's our house right now. <laughs> happens every time I cook curry because for some reason I feel like it vents to our upstairs landing. And whenever I go upstairs, I'm like, <laughs> and I get, yeah, you. that's how I feel right now. It's really bad. It reminds me of, oh, you do watch Scrubs. I was going to say you won't know it, but we've talked about the Scrubs podcast. You know when someone punches Dr. Kelso and then he walks around and he's like, he's got a broken nose and he's got a squeaky nose? No, I haven't seen every episode of Scrubs oh. enough to know that I can recall that episode, okay. no. Well, but if you I... know, message us uh, on Instagram and I will give you a gold star. Cool. I have been listening to Fake Doctors Real Friends and I wanted it to be my non-beauty fave of the week again this week because I've been using it whilst I've been running and it's the best because I forget about the fact that I'm running because I am hysterically laughing along yeah. the way. How good's that? It's the awesomest. <laughs> I never used to understand people that can listen to podcasts while running because I like when I'm going up a certain hill or whatever, I like a certain song to, you know, pump you get up. me up there. Mm. Then I feel like you start sort of counting songs and be like, oh, I've got I've three songs. That's like 13 minutes. So it's not 13 minutes, but it's like another way of counting down how far you've gone. Whereas when it's that just is... a story, you it's just you and you're running and you don't have a, like a method of keeping up with where you are, if that makes sense. That is exactly the reason that I don't listen to music because Eliza literally said to me very early on, she was like, oh, that's not that far. That's just like two songs. And I was like, but that is the exact issue. I know exactly how long two songs go for. Mm. Like that is a long time because I'm thinking about it. Yeah, 100%. It's like when I run in front of the treadmill, I have to take my top off because I drape my top over the kilometre thing because one kilometre on the treadmill is like five kilometres on the ground because you see every single metre. Yeah, it's the worst. Ugh. Do you want to talk about non-beauty favourites first? Well, that was the only one that I had. No. Do you have some though? Please. I do. I have many. One, oh, I'm going to have to go and grab one. One is my treadmill. Not my treadmill. A <laughs> treadmill. I've been breaking into my sister's house when she's not home and running up and using her treadmill and then doing the same at Brenton's parents' house because it's in their garage and I feel like it was technically not breaking any isolation rules. Yeah. So. That's been great. And I have been Dettol wiping after. Thank you very much. That's been great because it's been so cold that I haven't wanted to run. And I also have had such poor motivation that I'm like, okay, I'll save this Bon Appetit YouTube video and I can only watch it when I'm on the treadmill. Yeah. And that is getting me through. And I've actually run like every day for the last six or seven days, which is good. That's more than I would normally do if I was doing it outside. I have noticed that you've been smashing the treadmill runs recently because you're making me feel very inadequate with my own running. Strava Strava is another uh, non-beauty favourite. That's probably could be one of my non-beauty faves this week too. I'm loving it. I told you you would. 
<laughs> you did. And I said, I'll never download it because it's going to cost me money. There's this guy I went to school with and he literally runs like five days a week and he does between like 12 and 18K so easily. And he runs like four minutes. 30 kilometers and he's such a beast and he always gets like 58 likes on his Strava runs and I'm like fuck imagine being Strava famous (laughs) okay my other non-beauty favorite is normal people the tv show oh my goodness I haven't started watching it yet but I've heard everybody say that it's quite uncomfortable to watch is that true no oh it's amazing I mean it would be uncomfortable to watch if you were watching it with your mum because it's like soft porn (laughs) <laughs> oh my god it is beautiful I watched it with Brenton it's just like a young love story I think it might be a YA novel like I don't know if it's I think it's a young adult book I don't know by Sally Rooney I haven't read the book but it's just done so beautifully all the cinematography reminds me of a much more sophisticated show it reminded me of Broadchurch if anyone's watched that but the cinematography is beautiful The chemistry between the two characters is so beautiful. And even though there's so much sex, it is done so well. And, like, you really just root for them. And, like, you want them to root because you love them so much. (laughs) And I watched it with Brenton and he cried and I cried. And it was just beautiful. I think they also, they're way cuter than me and Brenton. But they sort of have similar situations in that they started in school and they have this moment where they're sitting next to each other on the bus that hit me in the heart when me and Brenton met and then it was like a will they won't they thing and they then sort of would break up and have different partners and then break up because they liked the other person throughout uni and that oh my god it is you and Brenton's love story that bit hit me hard and then yeah it's just it's a beautiful story and both the main characters are so beautiful um and you see like full frontal dick and full frontal badge it's like porn but it's done so beautifully it's amazing I loved it maybe I should watch it but I'm currently catching up on Survivor because we're planning to record a Survivor mini app on this coming week yeah and I have realized that I was about six episodes behind oh god I'm overwhelmed <laughs> for you but also thrilled for you this weekend yeah I've currently gotten through three and a half so I've got about two and a half to go and then I'll have an additional one for the finale Wow. I'm really loving it, but also I shouldn't really touch on it now because we'll talk about it during the week, but I am extremely frustrated by the way that they've let Tribal go on this season. I know. Let's, yeah, let's leave it there, but I know. (laughs) But wait, in a couple of episodes, someone will put their foot down. Is it Jeff? (laughs) I'm not spoiling that for you. Interesting. Okay. Well, yeah, I guess I'll see when it comes, but it's been going on for a couple of episodes now where they go, they scramble and I'm like, um, excuse me, Jeff Probst, could you please rein in your survivors? Control your class. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Let's move into what this podcast is about. Um, Sure. All right. Uh, Let's get into beauty news. Uh, That's the tea on that. You have written down in here Caroline Hirons kits. Yeah. Please explain. Caroline Hirons is releasing boxes under her name and she has two. And it's just one of those things where influencers, she's done one before, but influencers collab with brands and they make a box and they sell it at a really good discount. And there's lots of good juicy products in there. And a lot of people that like skincare are Caroline Hirons diehards. And this is quite exciting for those people. In fact, I'm even quite excited. Who's she retailing it through? 
I think like on her website. I watched a bunch of videos about it just in the background while I've been working and Mm. it's not done through like Cult Beauty or Space and K. I think it's done through her. Ah, well, I mean, good for her. That means I guess she's coordinated her own deals and collapse. So that's great. Yep. Also means that she's not like tied to any one retailer, which is good also. But also to be honest, when you're doing stuff with like Cult Beauty, I feel like they have everything. They do. And Cult Space Beauty does the best beauty boxes. Too. Yeah. Um, so the first box has ultra gentle peel pads from Dr. Dennis Gross, Jordan Samuels, um, I can't tell what that is. It's a cream or something. <laughs> the Neod Multimolecular Hyaluronic Complex, which I've been contemplating buying a lot. Sunday Riley Autocorrect. Um, Evercalm cream, the Global Protection Day cream from Ren. Um, some yep. Oskia vitamin C capsules and a Medicaid uh, sunscreen. And wow. the second box has Pixie Glow Tonic in the pads to go, a Beauty Pie Plantastic Cleansing Balm. So she's even got stuff, Beauty Pie is a subscription service. So the fact that yeah. got that in there is so cool. Azellan's Face Mist, Kate Somerville Peptide Kate, which used to be called Ageress, which is one of her holy grails. Uh, it's got the Oskia vitamins again and the Inky List caffeinated eye serum which apparently she included because it's cult on her facebook page they're called like ah. freaks or something so that was like a shout out to lots of her fans for making it famous so super interesting i love that there's a range of price points in there as well it's not just you know all the the high-end products yeah and from what i remember her saying she said it retails for this and the price value is actually this and the saving was something like 55 percent, i believe so if you've got some cash to splash and they entice you, go for it. I don't know when they're out. I've literally watched so many videos about it and I'm still confused about it. So I kind of want to look into it to see whether I should buy it. Yeah. Let's, mm. let's look into it. Uh, what's next? I wanted to talk about the new Charlotte Tilbury bronzers and the new eyeshadow palette, which is very fun. So they've bought out a range of four bronzers in their classic compact. However, they are quite large yep she's gone the whole uh tom ford mark jacobs vibe which i i can appreciate me too i'm totally down for a large size bronzer it fits your large size bronzing brush which is great correct and with that she has also bought out a bronzing brush with the range of course of course um we never bring out a product without the chance to sell another brush no, that's exactly right. So there's four shades of the bronzer. The fair looked relatively fair because Alana Rama was comparing the fair bronzer that she was sent in PR to the uh, Film Star Bronze and Globe bronzer in the light yep. medium shade and the bronzer in the fairest shade from the new collection was l- like pretty significantly lighter than the light to medium shade in the Film Star Bronze and Glow awesome. and also matte, not glowy. Yep, fab. It so, took me by mm-hmm. surprise today because I was actually having a midday nap because I ate off yogurt and felt really, really sick. <laughs> <laughs> and I was watching Jamie Genevieve's video and then I saw her talking about the bronzers and I was like, oh, out of my slumber. How exciting. She said that they're refillable so you can take the pan out. Yeah, I did also read that. The refills are $39 uh, I assume this is US dollars and the bronzers themselves are 53. Whoa. So it's quite an expensive bronzer. It means it's probably about 80 bucks, but they are jumbo sized. Do you have to buy them separately? Oh, or 83, sorry. including the pen. I've lied. I've lied. It's So it's 55, not 53 for the bronzer. It's 53. 
three for the eyeshadow palette, which we haven't talked about yet, and that is the bronzer including the pan, and then the refills are thirty nine US wow. dollars. So the the pan is worth like what fourteen dollars? That's really bad maths. I don't remember either of the numbers that you said, but the pan's worth a lot, which of course it is. But there you well, go. it means that the refill is thirty nine, which means that the compact itself is what yeah fourteen dollars, which works out to be what about thirty dollars if we double it. So yeah, expensive product i mean charlotte tilbury is not cheap but no expensive pan though um i do really like the idea of refills though both for sustainability and just like price that's good same to put it in comparison though the refill of the bronzer is the almost the exact same price as the brush so for a brush that you are using again and again and again you are replacing the price of your bronzer which is quite expensive wow. that's a cheap brush to me like compared to yeah the yeah, it must be. Or just the bronzer is expensive. Either or. The eyeshadow palette, when you sent it through, my first thought was, did I just find my wedding eyeshadow palette? I think that you might have. It's it's in her classic compact. It's got the four eyeshadows in there and it's a fully matte palette. So it's got a like muted nude, a peachy burnt orange tone. It's got a terracotta brown or sorry, a reddish brown, they've mm. said. And then a, and then a, deep reddish brown so all of them are red brown shades they're warm the, brown shades. the darkest brown is not that warm because dark no. browns never really are that warm the only thing that annoys me and i say it in every palette is that i'll never use that cream colored shade so it's a bit of a waste i almost instantly bought it and then i was like you're paying that much for three eyeshadows because you'll never use the other one whereas loz would froth that skin tone shade so i like the skin tone shades too because yeah. i like to use them as my base you do, you do. Oh, God, those Sorry. bronzer shades, they look so nice. That bronzer is really deep, the deepest one, and the light one is nice and light. She's done well. Yeah, it's, I mean, they could have done with six, but I'll appreciate that there's four because I think that there could have been an additional shade or two between the third and the fourth. Yes, I was I was actually thinking the same. I think there could have been at least, yeah, five because the middle I reckon I could wear and then the deep one's very deep. They needed yeah, like I a agree. slightly more ready tone in between the deeper two, but that's not fun for anyone looking, not looking at the photos. So sorry, I'll stop talking. A hundred percent though. That is exactly what I wanted to say because when you're looking at the swatches, the first three tones are very ashy on the deepest model's skin tone, meaning yeah. that they needed something warmer. Yeah. 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 They're nice and like kind of yellowy beigey though. Nice. Yeah. You tagged me in the L'Oreal Skin Paradise Foundation earlier this week. Yeah, wow. What did I say about it? Or what did you didn't say anything. You just tagged me in it and I was like, oh, do you want to talk about this? Oh my God. Did you follow up on it? Because I certainly didn't. So it's a tinted water cream, like glowy drugstore foundation, basically. Uh it's meant to be ultra hydrating, a cream base with SPF 20 that has aloe vera extract in it and witch hazel weird <laughs> and you tagged me in it and yeah. i was like oh lisa's excited about drugstore well what did the packaging look like something must have excited me i mean the packaging is pink and it's got water droplets on it and it says skin paradise i guess it's just like oh the- yeah yeah right because the, <laughs> lash, the lash paradise is very popular Loyal yes lash paradise because it is a complete dupe for the two-faced two-faced better than sex and it's cult and I was like oh they're expanding the, the paradise range that's interesting and the fact that they've it's a drugstore doing a more hydrating maybe more sheer foundation is kind of rare as well so I thought oh they're trying to do something new 
I found it super interesting that they have called it the, the paradise range when it's like, how can you liken the Lash Paradise Mascara to a skin paradise foundation? Like in what way are these products akin? They are yeah. not. Yeah. Are um, I also found it paradise. interesting that they're, that they're calling it a hydrating foundation when it's got witch hazel in it. Yeah. Agreed. Anyway, that's just my thoughts. Obviously haven't tried it. Apparently it's also not cruelty free. So don't buy it if you are vegan please have you seen the norvina cake eyeliners i did because you tagged me in them and i like that the packaging is round and flat yeah okay so we've given the norvina (laughs) range from abh um anastasia beverly hills a bit of grief because they seem to launch something every bloody week and it's full of all these random colors that no average person is going to buy and sometimes they look ugly together however these are random colors that probably no one's going to buy, but they're really fun. One, I love a cake eyeliner. And for people that don't know what a cake eyeliner is, it's kind of, it's very old school slash makeup artist school. It's like a powder mm. eyeshadow that you put either like fix plus or a specific solution into, and then it turns into like a liquid slash gel liner. They're a lot easier to control. I just liked the idea that there was fun colors because it's really hard to find fun colors in liquid liners or if they're in a liquid form they're quite watery and if they're in a gel pot they often dry out so I thought it was a fun alternative I totally agree I was sad that we didn't get to see a swatch of them because I never know with cake eyeliners what the consistency is going to be like yeah it did say like add more for a sheerer formula or add less for you know a more opaque formula I'm like who wants a watery looking neon liquid liner absolutely no one it's basically see-through Yuck. Mm. But, yeah, really cool. I was very much excited by that. Mm. That's beauty news. Before we move on to anything else, I just wanted to do a shout-out for great customer service. Oh, please tell the people. So, last week, I actually, it might have been the week before, I pre-ordered on Revolve the Allies of Skin Hydration Serum and the, like, Hydrating Face Mist. And... They came relatively quickly once they were actually in stock. Well, I haven't got the serum yet. It's due tomorrow. But I was on my lunch break and the doorbell rang and I got really excited and I bought in my little DHL parcel. And when I opened it, it was soggy and the mist had exploded. I was so sad. Um, But to be fair, it has been on the plane. Like it was not shipped it was you know and sprays never do well they are known for leaking so I got on the online chat and literally within five seconds they'd responded I almost thought it was a bot and I was like hey this just arrived here's the proof that it's soggy here's my order number and she was like oh I'm so sorry to hear that would you like a refund or would you like us to send you another one and I was like oh I really want it so send me another one and I said, you need me to send this one back. It's a bit grotty. And she goes, no, just throw that out. And I've taken 10% off your order. So they refunded me 10%. Got to keep the mist, which I pretended was really gross and was, but I just cleaned up and have been using. And they're mm. going to send me another mist. Bless you, Revolve. They Their shipping and their customer service is now unrivaled, in my opinion. Like, absolutely. Especially considering I've had a seven-week battle with ASOS for a return that they lost and they're not giving me my money back. That was just like the polar opposite it was the yin and the yang it was just incredible and considering they're both large companies both probably have the same you know capacity for most things Mm -hmm. both sell fashion and beauty like let's be honest 
your customer experience should be the same. And that being said, ASOS also was more entered into the Australian market than Revolve ever were, so they should also know better, yet they seem to fuck up more. And that being said, I pay for ASOS Premier, meaning I get the courier returns, which actually fucks up more than the normal returns and has ended up with them losing my parcels. Yeah, you should get, like, even paying for premier you should get the best customer service like you should be number one on their response list every time you make a complaint that's very bad what you would think anyway (laughs) enough about the actual bane of my life which is this asos parcel i need it to pay for my red light camera fine okay (laughs) it's all valid hey i'm ryan reynolds recently i asked mint mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation they said yes And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. I don't even need to ask if I'm orange. <laughs> what did we try this week? We tried the, I don't know the actual technical name of it, but the Kosas Concealer, the new one. Yeah, the new Kosas Concealer. I have no idea what it's called either. Uh, we tried the shade 3.5, which is reaching for me, I will say. <laughs> I was like, this is an Alex shade. And by Alex shade, I mean... Further from her natural skin tone than mine, but definitely closer to her fake skin tone than mine. (laughs) So I purchased it from Mecca, obviously, online, and it has arrived, and it has been a part of my life for a couple of weeks, and Lisa has been trialing it for the last two days. A couple of days, yeah. Um, So obviously I bought the shade 3.5. That was the shade that all of the beauty people were talking about online that I follow, and I was like, okay, I compare myself comparably in fake tan skin tone to you so therefore I will try it Mm -hmm. I will start by saying it is very yellow Mm. and definitely a little bit darker than I would usually wear in a concealer shade okay other than that what were your thoughts I could make it work with my foundation which is also too dark for me and so it was okay but I found that when I applied more than a little bit it was then darker so Like, I couldn't apply a lot of it because I couldn't really get away with the shade. Um, I also felt like potentially it oxidized a tiny little bit once it was on the skin, maybe. I don't think I found that, but anyway. It could just be that it is darker than I was expecting. So then when I applied more of it, it, I noticed it. I will say it wasn't as liquid or glowy or hydrating as I thought it might be. But in saying that, I literally used the two greasiest concealers on the market. Mm. So it was a, a change for me from then. If I was used to using Shape Tape, NARS Radiant Creamy Concealer or any normal 
semi-radiant concealer, I think that I think that this was really hydrating. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. It covered my blemishes really well and I've got a lot right now. It covered them without having too much texture over the top of them but still had enough coverage to cover them. It didn't look cakey where I'd built up some areas and hadn't built up others. I used it under my eyes and I only used a little bit under my eye because it was so yellow. We all know that I go ashy. But I didn't find that I looked that ashy and it did not crease and I didn't set it with powder. Yes. Can confirm didn't have any issues with creasing, which was fantastic. Mm -hmm. I agree with your sentiment. So it's not the greasiest. In comparison to Bye Bye Under Eye, it is, I would say like if Bye Bye Under Eye is a five out of five in terms of greasiness, I would say this is a three. Yeah. Exactly. Your NARS creamy concealer would be like a two and your shape tape would be a one. Mm-hmm. So I definitely think that it's it's greasier and thicker in consistency than like a NARS radiant creamy concealer, but in a nice way where if you had an oily skin and you needed a hydrated under eye, you wouldn't feel like this was too dramatically oily that you couldn't set it with a powder. Absolutely. I agree with you. I think it would work on a dry skin that doesn't necessarily want a dewy finish, that just wants like a perfect kind of satin finish. Mm. And it would work for a combo to oily skin that wants a radiant finish. Yeah. I did find it to be quite thick. So when I first, like I usually do like a little V under my eyes, like down towards my, like parallel to my nose and then a little bit towards the outer of my eyeball, mm-hmm. like a L, an upside down L. Don't say, yeah, don't say upside down triangle because that irks me like mad because a triangle is any three-sided shape. So what no, is upside down, you know? It's a, it's just a, it's a right angle really. Yeah. You do a normal and- bit of a rhombus shape really. Yeah. <laughs> bit of a wild rhombus. And I found that that was too much for me and that's how much I usually apply of concealer. And I do think that it has quite a – it's got a pretty fat doe foot applicator, so it was applying a little bit more. And that being said, it also is – it was a brand new tube for me. Yeah. But it did apply a little bit more than I'm used to. So the first time I used it, I was like, wow, this is thick. Like this is going a long way. It has a lot of pigment. I was appreciating everything about it, but it was a bit too much for me. So I had to reduce to one stripe under the eye. Mm -hmm. I didn't use it from the doe foot because I was conscious of hygiene. I I felt like I wanted to use a beauty blender with it, but I used a brush because I didn't want to use a beauty blender because my face is like a scabby infested zip pile so I didn't want to use my beauty blender on it but I feel like did you use it with a beauty blender no I used it with a brush too yeah I reckon you might have liked it maybe with a beauty blender just to help sheer it out a little bit possibly but all my beauty blenders are really dank and I haven't washed them in ages and so I didn't want to like infect myself you know exactly I feel you on the infection front so yeah I would say it is more of a satin finish than potentially it may perceive to have but is very lovely and not creasy. And I would say if you like the Bare Minerals Bare Skin, you'll like this, but it's less liquidy, so it actually bunches up less. Completely agree with you. I tried Bare Skin today because I wanted to compare the two, and I do think that the Bare Skin is more serumy and liquid than Mm. this one is. (laughs) Actually, do you know what? You know how I always say that I like NARS Concealer mixed with Bare Minerals? I reckon this is that. I think this is thicker than that. You're right. The texture is slightly different, but the finish and coverage is is on par. Yeah. No, I completely agree with that. I, The only thing that in my mind I can compare it to, which isn't correct, is the RMS concealer. But 
that's like a cake that you can apply with like your finger, whereas this one comes from a doe foot. But I feel the fin- the finish is similar to the RMS Uncover Up Concealer. Yeah, maybe a smidge less dewy, but yeah. Yeah. It's, anyway. Look, it sits in that realm of natural-ish brand, no makeup, makeup-y, but a little bit more than that. Hydrating, you can wear it without makeup, you can wear it with makeup. And I think overall it's quite a nice concealer. And I think they've got a couple of pinkier shades. So... They do. The, the 0.5 is the golden and I was worried that the other ones were going to be a bit too pink based on the swatches that I saw online but I think in reality that they probably would be fine. Yeah. I think yeah. I might buy some maybe for my kit when I don't have $7,000 worth of red light finds and they're actually in store for me to play with. That's a good idea. But yeah, would buy again probably. I would say that I would repurchase based on my one week of use. I was pretty happy with it mm. and I reckon it's a pretty good crowd pleaser it has the potential to rival many of the other popular concealers except for that it's a less popular brand I'd say agreed dang these products are so good my product of the week this week is half because I like the product half because I didn't have any other alternative go on oh but my nose whistle yeah wowza but that doesn't mean that it's not a good product so it's the Glossier Body Hero, which is their what? body moisturizer. Oh my goodness. Why have you been moisturizing your body? Who are you? Thank you. First time in the what? Six, six weeks. weeks. Did I say that? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> because I fake tanned and the next day my skin felt tight. I was almost going to make the Josie Moran fake tan my favorite because I put it on and it was just a delight, but I've just made it my favorite so many times. So, but this moisturizer is a lovely texture. And it smells delightful. And because I've been forgetting to put on perfume because I'm just at home and I'm blobbing about, it was nice. Yep. It smelled delicious. And it's rich but without feeling greasy. And it feels more luxe than my QV, which I actually still very much enjoy. But if you're placing a Glossier order and you kind of want to order something for a friend or you don't wear that much makeup but you're into the kind of Glossier brand – it's really lovely and it doesn't smell exactly like the Glossier U fragrance, but there's something about it that reminds me of it. And if I've got a wedding or something on that involves me leaving the house and bothering to moisturize my body so that my limbs look nice, I use this and then I lay a Glossier U over the top of it and it smells really strong and complex and delightful. Oh, well, that's lovely. I didn't even know that you owned the, the Glossier body moisturizer. It seems like such a non-new product to purchase I don't wish to disclose how long I've had this because I've probably Mm. been through like four or five perfumes in the time that I've been through this body moisturizer which goes to show how old this moisturizer is and also how many glossier use I go through yeah it's definitely an indicator of both not one or the other in isolation (laughs) um yeah it's delicious can recommend and the packaging is just really cute it's like a nice thing to have out on your shelf you know yeah, totally agree. What's your fave? Uh, my favourite this week is the go-to face hero oil, which I'm having a bit of a go-to moment, I realise. Is your sister influencing you? No, my sister got it. My sister's influencing herself. I've had the face hero since before she has, so clearly I have influenced her there. Uh, but I've started using it in the morning now because it's clearly winter, in my opinion, and my face is so dry that if I don't put an oil on with my foundation in the morning, my foundation is flaking off my face with my skin cells by the end of the day. Mm, delightful. 
it's a real life everyone on a zoom call with me cannot wear black clothing or you will see snowflakes do uh, you ordinarily wear an oil every day in the morning not in the morning no ah, see i've always had to that's interesting mm, yeah winter time's been a real killer for me but anyway my face is looking real fab jealous you know how the other day i complimented you know and i was like oh your forehead is like glass yeah rest in mm. peace that now my forehead is covered in cystic acne but yes Oh, well, <laughs> I, I, caught, <laughs> I caught my reflection in my forehead in the reflection of my computer <laughs> uh, the other day. And I was like, oh, my forehead's like glass. I'm Lisa. And I realized it was because I put oil on that morning. And I was like, oh, <laughs> having hydration really gives you that alive kind of look, doesn't it? Does. It? it stops you yeah. looking like a dry corpse. Legit. So I'm, yeah, really loving the oil. And more importantly, what is your snack of the week? Just took it to my veins! Corn chips and no-go salsa. Yum! <laughs> I had yeah. no-go salsa for dinner, mixed with regular tomato paste to make an enchilada sauce, and it was delicious. Tell me more. It's so good. Nat, we've just been having snack wars on our Zoom calls recently because it's about, like, who's eating the naughtiest thing whilst you're on the call, and I've been rivaling everybody with just eating copious amounts of corn chips and no-go salsa so yum yum jealous that you can eat the no-go salsa without anything i kind of need some guac or sour cream because when i get that jalapeno hit i'm a little bit of a bitch oh your spice tolerance is so low and i try really hard like i don't know why it's so low because everything about me on the inside is like a wide food eater you know but then yeah I also travelled to a lot of Asian countries when I was small and I feel like my palate should have developed better than it did. I was eating like kettle chilli flavoured chips on my dad's knee since I was like three years old. So That's what you needed to do. I can't handle the kettle chilli chips. I don't enjoy them. They're too spicy. Even oh, the, they're the best. Even the Red Rock Deli sweet chilli ones I find too spicy. Oh, you're a bitch. I know. They are not hot at all. I know. I was watching like a Zoella video or something the other day and she was saying if there was one thing that you could change about yourself, not like, you know, oh, I'd like a smaller nose or something like that, but, you know, one thing that you could really change about yourself, what would it be? And she said, I wish I liked more foods because I'm such a picky eater. And I thought to myself, mine was, I wish I could tolerate more spice. Yeah. I'd love it. I've, I've definitely downgraded my spice tolerance since I've developed gut intolerances to everything i i definitely can't handle as much as i used to and the mouth region or the anus region both i think because my whole body reacts differently to it i definitely don't tolerate as much in the mouth and it's probably because i've not been eating spicy food on such a regular basis yeah but well yeah my threshold is lowered (laughs) yeah what an ending to that (laughs) i was gonna go somewhere else with it i've completely forgotten where i was going Anyway, spice foods, yeah, good. Um, my favorite (laughs) of the week has been, and uh, again, sorry, I've had this before, but it's caramel twirl. Oh wow, it's been a while. Welcome back. Absolutely welcome back into my life. I've been having two a day. I can't stop, and it's a really (laughs) fun time for me. So I'm eating them for lunch every day because I'm sleeping in, and then I'm 
exercising. Yeah, I'm going for a run and I can't eat before I go for a run. And then I come home and I'm like, oh, I don't want to shower and then go to the dog park and get sweaty and then have to shower again. So then I go out and walk the dogs. And then on the way home from the dog park, pop into the 7-Eleven real quick and accidentally buy two caramels, one for today, one for tomorrow. Jokes never last that long. And then I come home and have breakfast. And then by the time it's like 2 o'clock, I get that sugar craving, eat chocolate, and then it's basically dinner time. And I'm like, fuck, I ate eight sticks of 12 for lunch. So how is my health going? Probably not great, but my mood is through the roof. I bet it is. You're on a sugar high all the time. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And then I found caramel milk eggs uh, that Brenton had hidden from us Ah. that we meant to hide in like an Easter capacity, but we actually just hid from us. I found them at the top of the shelf. And so it's just been a whole caramel week and the whole caramel franchise is really getting me by. And (laughs) in a bit of uh, snack of the week, exception I made the mousse that I made that was my favorite last week oh if I didn't feel like vomit before now I do (laughs) and I took it over to Brenton's parents house because we could legally go over yesterday and I sprinkled caramel over the top of it and everyone was thrilled I bet they were Mm -hmm. oh my god I want to (sighs) vom you've really given me a visceral reaction to this snack of the week episode I'm so sorry I empathize with you because I had a real visceral reaction after I ate that yogurt today Oh, don't. You're adding. You're adding to it. I'm having FODMAP stack on the foods we're discussing. Oh, my God. You can't have that over the fucking phone. That's ridiculous. All right. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. Oh, we're wrapping. We're done. Absolutely. I can't handle anything anymore. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. This has been great. If you'd like to listen to a 25-minute episode on all things American Survivor that we love, hate, and just want to discuss in depth, then please listen on Wednesday. Yeah, that'll be our least listened to episode ever, but do you know what? It's just going to be great for the people that do. Follow us. I'm enjoying our minis. I feel like they're the type of thing that I wanted to listen to on a run because it's exactly 25 minutes, which is the only amount of time that I can run for, and it's just talking about absolute shit. I think it's fun, like, when it's us, but I think if you don't know us and you're not our friend, you might hate it, but whatever. They're not going to last forever, so it's fine. Um, Please follow us on Instagram at allbasiscovered.pod. Please subscribe on the podcast app and leave us a review. That's very helpful. Otherwise, have a lovely weekend. Have a caramel twirl or two or seven, and we will see you next week. Yeah. Goodbye, everybody. Please tag us if you're listening today because I'd like to have a chat with you. It's Monday and it sucks. (laughs) All right. Bye. Bye, everybody. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.